We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the True Faith Weekly Podcast, sponsored by Phoenix Taxis and Coaches. To book online, please visit www.phoenixtaxis.net. Hello, welcome to the first True Faith Weekly podcast of the 2015-2016 season. We're broadcasting live from Igloo and Jesmond. We've got a massive show lined up today. Uh, we'll be previewing the whole of the Premier League. And I'm joined from London by London football club expert, Mike Crean. Hi, Mike. Evening, chaps. Evening, chaps. How's it going? Very well. All right, Mike. All right. <laughs> We're very well. And I'm joined in the... Uh, oh, I'm joined live. I was going to say in the studio there, but... It's not radio, not radio show today, is it? Um, joined with the lads, uh, the usual is Ben, Mickey and Sai, so lads, it's a pleasure. Hello. Hi. All right, we don't get an individual introduction, just uh, hello. I was, I was a bit confused why you're not having the music there. The music, obviously, on the radio show, we'll play the music yeah. and listen to it. The, obviously, the, the uh, listeners have just heard the music there. Yeah. Cracking tune, isn't it? Cracking tune. It is Pete McDonald's, Pete Mandel, Pete McDonald's music on Facebook. That's the first one of the season there. Um, <laughs> uh, have a look at him on Facebook he's an absolute hero he does all our music and other stuff so yeah <laughs> all our music <laughs> <laughs> I, I prefer that and other stuff like that's so ambiguous he does all of my stuff for work sounds very shifty um, how much music have you got for taxi though? for work well we've got the advert on Made in Tyne and We Are Now it's on the, it's on the <laughs> Phoenix <laughs> Facebook page yeah it's crack I like uh, we've got the whole music We'll crack on about football. Yeah, yeah, we'll, 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 have this, uh, we'll have this chat afterwards. Yeah, welcome to True Faith Weekly Podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, so today's show, we're going to be going through all uh, 20 Premier League clubs. Uh, we're going to go through our combined predicted league tables and we'll have a chat about each club. We've got our usual games coming up. Uh, we'll have, obviously, a bit chat on your castle later on. Uh, and then we're going to have a, you know tell you a little bit about what we're doing different this year for the podcast. Um, talk a little bit fantasy football. Uh, and yeah, take things from there. So please follow us on Twitter at TF Weekly Pod. Remember, you can catch the True Faith radio show, which is basically just like this, but without swearing. 
not oh like, shite I'm not going to swear <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. hang on I was going to say like yes but you swear every other fucking week on the radio show anyway so it doesn't matter that, 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 that's probably the longest we've ever been on any podcast without swearing there yeah, I shouldn't yeah. have said anything then it continued after yeah. every swear word on the, on the radio show as well there's always a, like a five second silence where we're all looking at each other <laughs> you've just said it <laughs> um, I can text my mum now and say mum the first three minutes twelve of this week's podcast are for you and I swear <laughs> um yeah, so feed, uh, please follow us on Twitter. We'll be live on the radio show from Friday. The radio show is one hour live every week, so we can't mess up. We'll have to crack on. Uh, and we basically preview the weekend's action. This Friday, the radio show will be a full Newcastle season preview, so we'll, we'll look at Newcastle a little bit more. We're also going to talk a lot today, obviously. Uh, and we'll also kind of you know look ahead to the rest of the weekend's games, as we would every week. Um, so, lads, today, Premier League preview. Who's going to win the league? Chelsea. Chelsea. I don't think we'll ever we'll find anyone that'll disagree with that. Moving on. Um, yeah, nice and easy, yeah. Yeah, so obviously we've gone Chelsea. Sorry, first of all, a couple of other things this season. Uh, as well as the radio show, the podcast, Twitter, we're also going to have video blogs. Hopefully they'll be on the TF site. Uh, you'll be able to get them on our Twitter feed. We're going to do one post-game every week. Always in the pub after each match that we attend. Just basically moaning probably about Williamson, etc. in the team. Um, I suppose it's like obligatory what we've been up to over the summer, lads, for the, for the podcast listeners who don't listen to the radio show. Ben? Well, enjoy, we've, enjoy. Been, we've just been doing the radio show. Very little else. Uh, what if I, did, I haven't been away anywhere after, no, after nothing. It's just been like normal. It's been a poor, terrible, terrible <laughs> summer. <laughs> yeah, like, I've been waiting for this for weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Mickey, how's summer been for you? Tell the listeners. Much the same as Ben, to be honest. Quiet business-wise. We just don't have any lives. That's the problem. It's been a diet. It's been a diet. Just wait around for football. Yeah, let's let's not even talk about this. Let's quite well with it. All right. This is just embarrassing ourselves. Sorry. No, I'm I'm with them. I've had a dire summer as well. You've been away. What have you done, Dodds? I've got my holidays not booked till September. Well, I've I've been on two holidays and I've got a third one booked. Day in the life, huh? but, he, but, he, but he never misses a day of work. Hard to be work fair, I work Christmas Day, I work Boxing Day, I work more than all you lads, pop me. Um, <laughs> Mike, and also I went to Lords to watch England get annihilated by Australia. Um, that was expensive. Mike, how was your summer? Forfeited your tickets to yeah. the <laughs> Isn't it great that football's back, isn't it? I'm so it's excited. Brilliant. It's just even though Newcastle will probably still be shite, but it's just class. It's just I mean I know it's the Sky Generation and stuff like that, but I'm really excited for 12:45 my new Spurs <laughs> um, on Saturday. Yeah. Battle of the battle of the fifth and sixth best teams in the league. <laughs> we'll see who, who comes out on top. More on that later. The big spenders and achievers. This this uh, season as well. You might if you listened last year, we did predictions. Um, I won that. Comfortably. Well, Are we doing that again this year? Basically, we'll do it on the radio, show. It, we'll on the radio show live, so we won't miss it. Oh, oh, I don't know that you won it because we just stopped. Well, I definitely it. won the first half. <laughs> yeah. so. But you had such a man set half. I don't think you would have won it. <laughs> we just gave up. We are playing uh, real fantasy football this year. If you don't know what real fantasy football is, please look it up. We're going to have our, our own league. It's five pounds to play for the whole season, which is absolutely nuts. 
Um, and we're, you know, we're going to play against each other. League Ben, do you want to say a little bit about RFF and what it is? Yes. Yeah, so it's um, a little bit different to your normal fantasy football. Um, basically, it's each individual player can only be selected once within each league. Um, so generally, it just makes it a bit more competitive. Obviously, the top players are a bit more of a premium. Um, and the way it works is you draft uh, the players um, when you can get your league together. Uh, and the format is you play one other player within that league every week. So your team plays his team. Uh, obviously, the winner is the, the team that accumulates the most points of that week. Um, and it'll sort of repeat throughout the season like that, just playing every other team uh, within the league. Um, obviously, depending on however many you get within that. Um, but it's a really novel, different idea. I'd do it uh, with the amount of football. And uh, it just makes it a lot more fun. Um, a lot more interesting so I much prefer it to the sort of standard just everyone can pick everyone with a budget of yeah. X or whatever is there an equivalent of goals difference like a, a so, points difference yeah you get so your points will accumulate um, obviously comes after how many points you win so say yeah if you've got two people tied at the end of the year it'll probably go down like well, well I suppose you could probably set that within I think the we'll say a little bit more about it at the, at the end of the show but we're going to do our draft when we don't know. Really don't know. <laughs> end, of the, end of the week. So if, if anyone listening wants to get involved in the show, you know, since Phoenix Taxi sponsored the podcast, they, they'll put up a couple of places in the um, executive box that they've got for one of the games at the end of the season. Oh, that's very nice of them. It is great, boss. <laughs> um, so yeah, get involved. <laughs> Twitter, uh, tweet us. Let us know if you want to play and you can come in, in the league and we'll, we'll have a chat about it each week on the podcast. We would then be able Let's, to drop any players. We'll talk about RFF uh, at the end, specifically. Yeah. We'll go through how it works because people who aren't interested in fantasy football or our holidays or our businesses are probably thinking, what the fuck am I doing listening to this? <laughs> so without further ado, we'll move on to... There uh, it is. What? Without further ado. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to count them. I'm going to tell them. <laughs> it's not easy hosting, Mickey. As you as you said when you hosted the radio show. You also noticed that I said without further ado. <laughs> I was I was pissed. <laughs> well, that show I was pretty drunk. I've been drinking all day. <laughs> Hence why I only just won the quiz. Honestly, a lot. Uh, right, we'll be back after this. Okay, so. I'm gonna say it there. <laughs> Self-conscious that I am. I thought you were gonna start. Just stop say it. it. Just say it. Please. Without further ado, <laughs> <laughs> um, let's. We're gonna go through the combined uh, average Premier League positions that we've all predicted. We're gonna put it into the William Hill 50 million quid thing. So this will be the last season of podcasts because so I'm, I'm moving to Florida. Give it now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So Mickey. Florida is the best you could come up with there. Florida's really good. It's got alligators. It's got, <laughs> it's got Disney. That's not the first... first alligators are mint. Prehistoric creatures on this earth still. Oh, here we go. <laughs> They're not as good as the ones with feathers, though. Aren't they, <laughs> yeah. Love me dinosaurs. Anyway, Mickey, right. of the collated lads, that's me, you, Mike, Ben and Cy, of the Premier League tables we submitted, who came bottom? The worst team in the world, Aston Villa. Aston Vile. <laughs> One for me to start with. Aston Vile. Those of you who've listened to the show before um, know what we think of Vile for a number of reasons. Not just they're terrible fans, they're awful ground, they're terrible city, they're rubbish team, they're horrible owner, they're terrible train station, the lack of patter, any, like just in the Midlands in general. You start the managers. The awful managers, Charles and Zogbier, Jack Grealish's terrible haircut, 
just everything about them is the worst thing in the world. Um, <laughs> absolutely hate Villa. If you're a Villa fan listening, please don't. Please turn off now. <laughs> um, right, I went for Villa to come bottom. Who else did? Yeah, me. Mickey, Ben? No. No, Sorry. I've got them doing the usual thing of, of finishing 17th and just scraping it because they'll always, always get away with it. They'll finish on less than 40 points. They'll be crap all season. <laughs> That's the thing. They're a terrible team, but this is worse teams, unfortunately. Yeah. Every time. Um, Mike, where did you have Villa in the league? Uh, I was a bit more generous. I went, I went to 60. Yeah, that's where I went. 60s. Well, me, me and Mickey have gone bottom. They've actually spent 40 million quid, you know. Have they? Yeah. They they've spent, according to this transfer thing on Sky, one of the I used, they've they? spent uh, Jordan Veratou from Nantes for 10 million quid. Never heard of him. Never heard of him. Um, Rudy Gosted from Blackburn. For six million quid. Six million for him. Quite yeah. good. Yeah. Um, good, but in the championship, he's very good. Uh, Jordan IU from Lorient for ten million quid. Um, Jordan Amavi from. Well, anyway, they've signed loads of players. I'm not going to go through them all. The Sky. They've signed Scott Sinclair, who was on loan, and they've they've got Mega Richards. You haven't heard of anyone else they've signed. They sold the two best players. They got rid of Benteke for thirty million and they Del- well to get that much money for him, mind. Well, I think he's excellent, and we'll fire Liverpool the second, which I'll talk about later. <laughs> um, basically, if it were Benteke it was a goal, a goal every other game, almost exactly, in the worst Premier League yeah, side in history. Villa, Villa, and Sunderland are trying to outshit each other with finishing with low points totals to stop up. Um, the, the, Tim Sherwood is a farce. Like, if, forget about forget about his ridiculous delays. Forget about the coming onto the pitch and doing stupid things if you look at him as a cold hard manager he's terrible he did terribly with their really gifted Spurs team he got absolutely hammered in all of the big Ooh, games he got, he he got took, the best out of Manor by all he took Villa <laughs> to the FA Cup final when suffered the heaviest ever FA Cup final defeat <laughs> leaving a man sent off the time just like much like the Magnums time is ticking the, the owner doesn't want to be there the fans don't want to be there and no one wants Villa in the Premier League no one. You find me anyone who wants Villa. The only good thing about Villa being the Premier League is that we beat them regularly. Apparently, <laughs> Gary Neville uh, said it's his favourite away ground, so he probably wants them still in. Actually, yeah, you win every week, probably. Yeah, exactly. I think that's what like, it that's is. That's the only good thing about Villa is you, you rely on them to get beat. To be fair, I'm a reasonable, balanced man. <laughs> Villa beating the Magnums 4 0 last season was tremendous. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the funniest things. Like, obviously, you wanted both teams to get beat, but if one of them <laughs> could be humiliated, then it was what I'd take. <laughs> So fair play for that. If you look at the Premier League goals last season, something like 60 or 70% with Delph and Thingy in terms of assists, Delph and Benteke assists and goals have been ripped out of that team for a load of lads from France who no one's heard of. Like how it, if they were any good, we'd, we'd have been linked with them <laughs> <laughs> or signed them. So yeah. what happened, look what happened to Liverpool when they got lost Suarez and they've got a, sim, they've got a similar kind of like reduction in their total product that's been sucked out of their team and they were shocking last year so if you take out half of their goals from last year they didn't well, even think about it the spine has gone at the end of the last season they played given Vlaar Delph and Benteke all of those players yeah. are gone Vlaar just doesn't have a team does he nah he's been released but he's been injured I think so he's yeah. just coming back now because yeah. they're, they're on about uh, LVG picking him up just like <laughs> a, a Shaw sort of back up fair Phil Jones probably but I, yeah. I really think that Villa are going to really seriously struggle Unless these five new players all hit the ground running, which they're not going to do because that look, never happens. Look at the results at the end of last season. Got beat at home by Burnley, who were already relegated. Got beat 6-1 at Southampton. 3-0 down in eight minutes or something. That is Aston Villa. You know, turning up and beating West Brom, who had nothing to play for, and stopping up as a result. 
because fucking Sunderland and whoever who went down QPR Burnley Hull Hull were fast I mean Newcastle, <laughs> Newcastle last season were worse than the relegation side of 08-9 and were still finished above Villa <laughs> and they had a miracle manager who kept them up and were still finished above Villa but this is what happens every season there'll be three teams that just have such a stinker Villa will be in the bottom three until about April and then they'll just be <laughs> they'll, they'll get rid of Sherwood like, they'll get another miracle yeah, manager they'll get like in. seven points from four games and then the teams around them will just lose every game like, <laughs> like Leicester like Norwich they'll just go down we'll have to move on anything else to say about Vile lads no boo boo we'll go all of you <laughs> Mickey second bottom well the consensus is Bournemouth which I feel is harsh yeah I'm not having that but no. Bournemouth were my, were my team to look <laughs> why, at why not um, which to be honest wasn't the best shout because I've never seen them play <laughs> not even one minute um, <laughs> so <laughs> Mike do you want to fill us in on Bournemouth last season <laughs> I've done a little I've done a little bit of research let, let me so. have a say how are I've done a little bit of research so that's, a, been, that's a bit stupid actually why didn't we have Mike do the three championship teams yeah that is a good point oh, oh I didn't think so how are you a great man this is his fucking one chance to be among the big boys in the Premier League talking about their fucking... Exactly, so giving me three minutes of fame where he actually knows something, he's, he can uh, actually add something, some bit of insight to something he's seen in the flesh. If, um, they're, if they're not in London, he doesn't talk about them, that's a rule. Back to Bournemouth, they've got a good start, they're playing Villa at home first game, so that's three points on the board. Yeah, easy. <laughs> that's true. Um, Why isn't that game on telly? Why is fucking Chelsea Swansea on the telly? Oh, uh, who wants to watch Vile on TV though? But I, I would love to see Bournemouth's first game back ever in the Premier League. 11,000 smallest round ever or something. I'll take that. Uh, Everyone's yeah. just going to take any football this weekend, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited to watch any match. Yeah, but they might as well put a, a match that people want to see on. Bournemouth Villa would be I would, a, I would like yeah. to see Bournemouth Villa. Can anyway. I just say, I had this moment at Ben the other day, when they gave the rights away from BT, like they split the press, they said Sky can't just bid every year, and made someone else was supposed to be ITV and BT nicked it. They said it's great. Competition, it breaks up monopolies, it's better for the consumer. And it's the same with the Champions League. And now, better for the consumer means I've got to pay more to watch the same games that one guy anyway, and more to watch the Champions League. So it's absolutely fucked over anyone who likes football. So yeah, boo BT. It's not a good thing at Fricks. all. Get out of the football. Gary, have you seen Gary Lennon is going to present all the Champions League games? It's good BT. that I like, I like Gary. He is a decent guy. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, back Bournemouth, to Bournemouth. Bournemouth. Um, in what seemed like a pretty hard league to win last year, there seemed to be a lot of decent teams in the Championship. No team scored more goals, tried more shots, attempted or successfully completed oh, more no, passes, no, hang on, hang on, hang on. or had more what, what does tried more shots mean? <laughs> tried, <laughs> tried shots. It's like when Williamson tries to tackle <laughs> and doesn't quite get there and ends up just having to run away. I think this Dan is a great time for them as well. Yeah. Like just to show them over the back. How old is he, like 34? So I, I have all my thumbs come 17th and I don't think they'll be... I don't think it'll be last day of the season that comes out me then they'll be safe with two games to go. Oh, and 15th, I think all the promoted teams will be fine. And I think that, like like you say, the best thing you can do as a championship club is come up playing a tag and football where you're used to scoring goals. It's the teams that come up who, who like have the best defence in the championship. Yeah, no, he's, he's right. So we for Blackpool all those years ago. Well, it, 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 it went down on the last day of the yeah. season. I'll like, give you both. After a mir- another miracle run from fucking Sunderland. I'll give you Bournemouth because they flew away with it at the end of uh, the championship season they're just like smashing everyone they smashed Borough like 4-0 and Borough were the favourites but how am I Norwich and Watford also to sit I was going to say Watford won the championship I, I just uh, came second but I think um, Reading was like there was like a point in it um, I, think, I think I just think the promoted teams the shite that's in the Premier League at the moment 
teams that go I think all these teams will do that fair enough if it was like if Borough came up I wouldn't be confident because they're defensively sound if I don't know if Ipswich came up Mike I wouldn't have been confident they could have stopped up because they relied very much on being a you know defensively solid team and grinding out results the fact that all of these three teams scored goals last year have good of good attacking players um, means to be alright Mike what do you think of the three promoters yeah, I mean, I mean, I'll agree. Certainly off Bournemouth, another thing, they're, they've got a nasty streak to them as well. I really picked up on last year, which I think will, will serve them quite well in the Premier League. I mean, they'll obviously score a lot of goals, um, which will get that. They've got it in them to, yeah, I, I absolutely hated playing them last year because they had, you know, they, they had the games and shit. They had, yeah, had that nut um, that I think they will see them through. They're not just a, a softly, softly, you know, pretty passing side. Um, they, they, they can put it in as well so um, I've done the 17th I think Norwich will stop up as well but I, I can't see Watford um, finish it any, anywhere else, to be um, they do score a lot of goals but they seem to have just got a lot of players in they, they've made about 10 signings this, um, this, this summer another new manager and I, hmm. I just think it'd be a step too far too far Watford, but we'll come on to them later because we're <laughs> going to come gonna on. Say. Yeah, we've got these teams lined up. Maybe next team after Bournemouth. So we've got uh, Vile and Bournemouth. Here's Sunderland. Thank God. I thought, obviously, I've gone Sunderland 19th, but I was worried that you were going to keep them up there. <laughs> um, who's, gone, who's, who's got Sunderland surviving the drop? Me, me. So, yeah, I've got Sunderland just above Villa doing the exact same thing, just sitting there being shit. And finishing on 36 points a game. <laughs> Mike, where have you got Sunderland? No, I'll, I'll, I've got them going down at 19. Yeah, good lad. You see it all wrong. They're going fucking down. <laughs> I'm, I'm not having lightning striking 17 times. Like, <laughs> they're, they're, such, they're such a force. Have you seen... Have you seen this, this, this manager of theirs, like... This manager of theirs who's basically had a mare everywhere he's been since 2003. <laughs> like, he's turns, turns up, places. gets like... 11 points in 12 games and they're like oh please come please make well, did you see them play under did you see that game 11 last season we watched yeah. they couldn't have complained if they got beat like 7-0 it would have been like, <laughs> fair enough we're shite and the, the look is going to run out I'm just going to have a quick look at the, the absolute nobodies they've signed Wickham's gone as well for 7 million a day I think that's good business though well personally no 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 but I'm saying he was the one that kept them up well, he's, he, they decided to give him a new Wait. improved contract 5 year contract last season then sell him at a loss that's what I mean. <laughs> who've, who've they got in to replace him? Yeah. Like, they're, so they're, the only player that scored like four goals in the last two seasons. <laughs> right. Well, those four goals kept them up. Has gone now. Who've you got? Obviously, when I heard the signed couple, I was like, he's shite. But he's, you know, he's probably on a free. Like, we're probably on a six month deal. No. Four million euros he costs for Eunice Capo. <laughs> Why four million euros? Spurs is eighth. Well, I'm, Why are they paying in euros? <laughs> this, for some reason. Spurs, we're going to pay in euros. <laughs> Livy's like, uh, yeah, it sounds good. Is, is that more? Is well, well, doing at least I don't have to go down to ask to be for me holder. <laughs> um, because this, for some reason, this website has got everything in euros. So I'm working in euros here. They've, they've signed him who's a fast. Like Spurs, Spurs were terrible defensively last season and he still couldn't get in their team. Um, Jermaine Lenz, who they're all absolutely buzzing about, £7 million. There you go. Jermaine Lenz. So how much is that in euros? 11.4. Who, who's, who's Jermaine Lenz? <laughs> They're going on like Jermaine, Jermaine Lenz. is called, some kind of called like, the winner the other night. Basically, they think he's, he's our lad with Larnham. <laughs> they think he's him. He's, oh, he's uh, like Dutch. Is he Dutch international? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Possibly. Like, he's, he's been playing for Shakhtar and Esku. Like, they don't even play at home because they're, they're at war. 
Like, it just, it, he's, he's an absolute nobody. Shaq Tartan-esque, oh, at war. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> the the, the, the wonder uh, Chucky wanted out. <laughs> that's, that's a fair point, actually. Maybe they'll reunite, re, reunite the two. Um, they've, they've brought in Adam Matthews from, from Celtic for 2.8 million. Never heard of him. Apparently he's pretty good, but in Scotland, so doesn't They've brought in, well, and, uh, what's his name? Who's the lad who... They were desperate not to leave. Who's never played in the Premier League? Chris Commons is the best player in the SPL, and he was average at oh, yeah, yeah. in the Championship. Uh, they brought in Sebastian Quartes. Uh, Did they last year? Didn't they have to sign him? Even funnier, they brought in Ricky Alvarez, who was abysmal <laughs> for, for basically the transfer budget for ten and a half million quid because they had to. And that was the crack at the end of last season. Some Sunderland some fans were going, "Well, at least if we get fucking relegated, we'll have to sign this cunt," like because he was so bad. Yeah, he did so little. However, they've got the spine of that team with a shy keeper, um, O'Shea Brown. I think that's that, like, Larson. That's harsh. Their keeper last season was I think he had, he had a lot to do, and because Sunderland play so they deep, they always do. They always do because they. because they play so deep, teams don't really get in behind. So there's a lot of shot stopping, but it just as, as a result, it means what? How many games will they nil? But fair enough. They've got O'Shea and Brown. They've got Lawson, Catamore in the middle. I know that not all these, and then they've got like Fletcher up front. That rotten call <laughs> is seen them finish with less than forty points for a record four Premier League seasons in a row, something like that. Get out of the league. You and Vile Sunderland will beat them this year, no problem. You heard it here first. I've said that every year, though. Oh, we're doing a pod, you in charge, O'Connor. More on them later. <laughs> <laughs> Who's next, Miggy? Norwich in 17. Ah, that's one of mine. Why didn't oh. we get Mike Norwich? Again, another team coming up. But well, anyway. as you know, spread it about. I bet Mike would be talking man. about Norwich. How oh, I crack on? I think um, out of the three teams that have come up, I thought Norwich probably got the best shout. So I, I said they'd still go down in 18, but um, <laughs> they obviously. Bounced straight back up last year after getting relegated the year before. Um, after having a terrible start, but they've managed they managed to keep a lot of that squad together. So um, I was looking; they've got a huge squad. It's ridiculous the number of strikers they've got. Have they still got that? So, Van, what's he called? Yeah, Van uh, Ricky Van, still Van Wolfswinkel's still there. I mean, they went alone last season, didn't he? Hooper, Jerome, Kyle Lafferty's there. Um, Again, went alone last year. They've got like two or three other randoms as well. Like they've just got a really big squad. Um, just doing a QBR yeah <laughs> but they've, they've obviously got got a decent amount of money um, and as you say you, you think they'll probably get a few goals on that team if Van Wolfswinkel decides to turn up Jerome's played in the Premier League I mean not not prolific but he's got experience guarantee um, yeah. Hooper, Sky Sports News like January the 17th <laughs> yellow ticker Carlton Jerome makes loan move to Millwall permanent Carlton Carlton Jerome <laughs> <laughs> Carlton Jerome Makes um, them coming in the middle or someone try. He's just he's just there to make the numbers up. He got twenty goals from last year though. Yeah, he's just um, championship. He's just Mr. Championship. Well, like. what and all the Bournemouth lads that you're raving about aren't. Oh, they oh, not. Man, dog, yeah, he's he's how Where's he? He's Mr. Relegation. <laughs> Stephen Fletcher <laughs> played for Stoke for years. Anyway, um, they've obviously got a young manager as well, Alex Neil, who did a cracking job for them, like absolutely from nowhere. Who? Yeah, who? Like <laughs> Scottish football to the championship, and he's. Taking them up, rescued their season basically. So he's performed absolute wonders and young lad. Um, they signed a couple of sort of solid professional pros like Dorans for three million. It's not brilliant, but he's probably he's played them. He's before, a solid player like Malumbu for free. Got Jay Wisdom, um, Malone. 
who's like a young and up and coming uh, player from Liverpool. Um, the big man that I think they've had though, they've signed Robbie Brady from Hull for seven, seven million. Whoa. I mean, so Hull have sold two centre backs for four, he's seven. Not back. He's a wing back. Right, he's the young. Chester for eight million in the yeah, 50 million from two average players. players exactly. Ex both ex as well, so I don't know if that reason. Hmm. But, uh, nah, but um, they've, they've not really lost many, so I think they're probably the best equipped. Um, so where do you think will come, Ben? So I said 18th. Um, they've got they're the best equipped but they're good Dom well they've got quite the last three games uh, Arsenal away Man at home Everton away oh, tough running that's the same as last time um, as well wasn't it so you feel like they're probably going to struggle but they've got a good they've got fairly easy start start with Palace uh, home Sunderland away Stoke at home Southampton away Bournemouth home which could be early big one for them too another game uh, Norwich Palace I'd love to watch that yeah. compared to fucking the strike they've got on but um, the two, they play the tune on um, in on the 18th of October at their place oh no I was sorry and then we go to them in April but um, I think as I say I think they'll probably still go down just because the the problem is the the teams the crap teams around them, like Villa and Sunderland and Leicester they've, they've, they know how to stay up they'll do the bare minimum no doubt but they'll stay up Norwich got saved in our prediction by Dodds predicting them to come 13th yes I think they'll, <laughs> I think they'll be fine 13th 13th mate yeah right where did Leicester come last year 12th so it can happen alright moving on we're, just, we're, we're well into the show and we're very near the bottom of the league <laughs> who's next Mickey Leicester Leicester who won Leicester Another one of oh, mine. Ben, Ben's back in business I'm on a roll um, so as uh, so was it you were saying you're delighted with uh, the Tinker Man I'd say I was delighted. I'd say <laughs> that, that, that's I would be astonished if you had that much like just opinion about Leicester. Like, <laughs> 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 no, you, you were literally banging on about them for yeah, because, because I, I said they'd stay up and you were all shooting us down and I said, oh no, with Claudio well, and Harry. I, I think they'll we'll stay up, but yeah. <laughs> Ranieri's rubbish. Or do I? Um, the <laughs> players they've signed, so they've, do yeah, they've, they've lost Cambiasso, who was basically... Yeah, he's bottom. Clear <laughs> bottom. Cambiasso's massive. Yeah, Cambiasso said he doesn't fancy it another yeah. year with him. We know why. He's good. Because it was uh, Ranieri that booted him from in there. Oh, was it? So like, <laughs> well, as soon as he got announced, everyone he was like, like well, Cambiasso not be happy. Apparently Ranieri's been trying to persuade him, but he's like, nah, not having it. <laughs> but um, the other players have signed to have got Robert Hugh for three million who they had on loan last season. They've signed him. Absolutely um, fucking hate Robert Hugh. They've got a lad Christian Fuchs who's an Austrian national wing back. <laughs> they got who, a bit of experience. Who, who the Fuchs is uh, he? They've signed a couple of lads today who I've never heard of. Kante, some French midfielder, Benaloon, some Tunisian centre back. Um, We're so dismissive of foreigners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, hang on. Not BMP. Benaloon. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But, um, there'll be some lads sitting somewhere else in the country right now going Winyandum who the hell is that and Bemba like, and like all two was like we'd all heard of him he's the class he's played for the champions but, um, <laughs> nah, but supplying Luke the Young they've, they've spent 7 million on a 29 year old Japanese striker um, called Okazaki um, but he's had quite how much? 7 million oh if 29 oh. like getting to the end but he's he scored 29 sure it's 70. not 7 million Japanese yen <laughs> it's, probably, it's probably it's probably euros in yeah, yeah it's much less than. but um, now he, to be fair to him he had a decent record in uh, Bundesliga last year for Mainz oh, um, 29 and 70 for them in total oh, over the last two years for them um, better than fucking Bas and he's Dost, whatever his yeah. name was <laughs> and he's got 43 in 93 games for Japan which is a pretty decent international record as well yeah, but they, they a, lot of that, yeah, a lot of that is like goals here and there against like Kazakhstan and 
to Tajikistan and people like but uh, <laughs> to, to what? Both yeah. of them who play in Europe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kazakhstan do, yeah. But, yeah. but um, nah, the, apparently they've been linked with a couple of players um, in left from Napoli who's decent players against Swiss International. Um, he's got a decent reputation. Apparently linked with him for a couple of million which would probably be a good signing. Like, likely uh, replacement for Cambiasso. Um, and apparently they're spending ten and a half million on a Chilean lad uh, called Aaron Guiz from Inter who's like had a decent World Cup um, for Chile so be interesting if, if they, they do get that one through uh, obviously big money signing um, might give them a little bit of firepower up top ok um, but yeah they've got I've, I said they'd finish sort of 17-16 um, again they've got a fairly difficult running Um Last five games: West Ham at home, Swans at home, Man U away, Everton home, Chelsea away. Again, it could come down if it comes to the late. They'll have to be on fire again. Again, saved really. I had these in fifteen. Dodds eleventh. Yeah, I think they'll crack on from last season. Eleventh. Pearson's gone. I'm going to save this and just and just flash it at you every couple of weeks. <laughs> please do. You please. I'm confident in your predictions. Who won the predictions league? The only predictions league that was. Completed last year, I think you'll find it was me. Because you pied it off, it was only when you were interested. When you started doing rubbish, you lost interest. Um, anyway. I dispute that, but anyway, we'll crack on because we've got a lot to get through. Who is next, Mickey? West Brom. Ah, that's one of mine as well. I was just busy taking a photo for Twitter there. Um, <laughs> oh, we're doing Watford. Oh, was yeah. that who we were just talking about? No. Oh, no. Right, Dodds, you didn't have. You had. You had Leicester, Sorry, you had Leicester 19th. Yeah, no, I thought I did. You had Watford to finish 11th. Why yeah, did just yeah. a <laughs> So you've just stood up for Leicester staying up. Well, <laughs> and you actually think they're going down. Because I had You're all, a farce, dog, it? You're a farce. <laughs> I had all, I've done it and I've thought about it. So I've just obviously thought that there'd been some logic. I didn't bring it to my no, mind. Why, I do why, think why, why would down. there be logic, dog, it's you? I think they'll crack on and finish 18th. <laughs> Watford, we've got to come 15th. Who's Watford? Has anyone got anything to say about Watford? I've got Watford. Go on, Go then, on Mike. then, Mike. Um, yeah, they're, they're, they're going down. I can't see them staying up too perfectly. What, you mean they're not going to finish 11? Dodsy. They've had their fifth manager in 12 months. Now, I know it hasn't caused many problems when they were in the championship last year, but they were a well-established championship team that that could keep ticking over and basically manage themselves, I think. Now, it's a bit of a different kettle of fish, and they've got up to the the Premier League. I can see them scoring a few goals, but I just can't see them sustaining anything. Um, they got 10 new signings in this summer all around a you know, couple of million just looks like they're getting bodies in rather than any real quality um, and, and I think anybody of that team that, that they've got them up is broken up from last year um, so yeah I, I can't see them finishing anywhere other than 20th right? well I'm going for them uh, the best of the promoted teams 11th place because the, the owners quite simply the same people who are Udinese and Granada um, they know what they're doing. They're used to this. They know how to keep a team up. I know it's the Premier League. I just I, I back the owner since they've come into Watford. They've turned them round into a, a team that was always up there in the Championship. Yes, they're a little bit trigger happy with managers, but I, a I, little bit. <laughs> I just think yeah, I think they'll be all right. I think they play. I think Vicarage Road's a hard place to go, and I think they'll be all right. Should we carry on? Yeah, West Brom. Um, yeah, after the teams, yeah. we've done six. West Brom have got him to come in in 14th. Um, I think that's, that's exactly where I had them. That's just exactly what they are, isn't it? It's Tony Pulis, like bottom half of mid table. Who had them? You. Brutal, brutal team to watch. I think Lambert's a good time for them. Yeah. 
that was that was my only. Yeah, point. he says today he hopes he can get back in the squad. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, I hope he doesn't. That's not gonna happen. No, the only thing him, got, he doesn't deserve a shot. <laughs> the only thing they've got going for them is Lambert and that they've kept hold of Berahino. Otherwise, they're a boring team with no creative players. They'll come fourteenth by winning. Lots of games, one 0 drawing loads of games, and losing all the games. We'll have we'll have three spells in the season. One where they're inconsistent, and Tony Pulis like laments their inconsistency. One where they're shite and lose like seven games in a row. A couple of like hammerings at home, and then they'll go twelve games unbeaten <laughs> with nine wins, one nil. Like just. I think this. I think what'll happen with them is they'll have a really good start, and then Berahino will, will leave in January, and they'll plummet to fourteenth. <laughs> plummet to fourteenth, from like tenth. I'm sure those of you listening are absolutely loving these Premier League previews but we're going to take a little bit of a break for our first of four that's right four games we've got in the new improved uh, TF Weekly pod back in a moment if, if, if you've listened for 35 minutes you deserve, you deserve a bit of fun you deserve a break anyone <laughs> Pepsi? So first game of the night it's the traditional and much loved world famous Doggers game Um <laughs> Basically, the the uh, the <laughs> I was about to say like the clues in the name, but it's, it's not, is it? Um, uh, essentially, it's I'm going. That would be really worrying if it's like the Doggers game. <laughs> I'm going to give years several clues about a former Newcastle United player, and I'd like you to tell me who it is. The first person to shout out the answer wins. Shall we keep a tally of who gets the games? Yes, as long as you do it. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, I'm going to keep this anyway, so yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll that'll be class. That'll be okay. So we're just going to say you get a point for any of the games. Yes, right. that's a fair point. Mickey, Sai, Mickey, you can just go on. Okay, you ready? Clue number one: I was born on the 25th of January, 1967. Clue number one: I was born on the 25th of January, 1967. I am six foot one inches tall. Well there. I was massive wrong pause there. I'm going to say the, the rest part of the clue, which makes me very tall for my position. Oh. <laughs> um, I finished my career at Everton. I played for my country between 1990 and 1995, which strangely enough came before my best years in club football. And finally, I'll actually give you two more clues. My middle name is David Ginella. Well done, Mike. Showed up again, lads. Showed up again. Finished his career at Everton. Finished his career at Everton. Yeah, yeah, Six yeah. foot one for a winger. Yeah. Can you hate that, isn't it? Uh, for someone so skill- skillful as well. Yeah, it's not enormous. It's pretty tall. Taller than Bember. I don't know. I mean, used to have been offering Solano and like Robert and stuff like five foot nine and stuff like six foot one. Uh, the, the second last clue was going to be my, my middle name is Desiree. <laughs> um, and I started my career in Toulon. That was the three. That was the next clue. So well done, Mike. Have you, have you, have you put this one there down, Miggy? I have. For Mike. So Mike streaks in the middle lead. One nil, nil, one nil. Yeah, let's let's keep scoring. <laughs> right. Who's next in the Premier League? The, the TF Weekly Pod Premier League table, Mickey? Uh, it's, it's Alan Pardew's Crystal Palace. I had them pretty low down. We might have to speed up the crack slightly. Who had Palace? I, oh, I, I had Palace. You've got Palace. Um, I've, I've, actually, I've actually got Palace down at Coming 11th. Now, when I, when I was thinking about it earlier, I was thinking uh, there's a couple of negatives I was coming up with, and I looked at the rest of the teams in the Premier League that I could see finishing above them, and, and, and I found about 11th. I think. The, the 
big deciding point this year will be whether they're starting a fire. So they've brought in Bamford and Wickham um, as, as, as their big central strikers, um, which, to be perfectly honest, is a massive gamble. Um, but I think with the likes of Kabai and still Balassi and Punter, they've got so much pace um, and enterprise in the team. Um, uh, I think they've got a good chance, as long as they can sort out the home ball. Um, I think last year they're, they're probably the second worst home, home record in the league I think um, but if they can sort that out um, I, I, I think you can, you can definitely them on the road um, and if they get their momentum going again I, I think they'll have a, have a decent, decent finish in the table I disagree I think we'll just avoid relegation um, I think I, I agree with much of what you say but Balassi and Kabai will be injured most of the season once the injuries kick in under Pardew by, by bringing them back from injury too quickly, by playing players in the ground through lack of rotation. You forget that Pardew was as well every first season though. I think he had a lot of that look last year. Right. I, and I think I still I think I'd see that team overperform last season, fair play. Um I just I just don't think they're up to much. I think like you say, Mike, I think I think uh Wickham and Bamford plus what's his name? Murray? Yeah, I don't think we'll get. Yeah. I don't think we'll get the goals. And Pardew is a ridiculous defensive manager, and I think they'll really they struggle. Got, they've, they've got Zaha. Yeah, they've got yeah. Zaha and Balassi, who are like good young yeah. wingers, but punching as well. I think Bamford's a good signing. I think they'll do well. Where, where, where did it happen? I had them eleventh. Same as Mike. Mm. I just think Bamford. He had a good season in the championship, but it's a massive step up to yeah. Premier League. He's not. I don't think he's a. A goal scorer. I don't think he's gonna get bang many goals in for them. So I've 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 put them 14th just purely because there was worse teams below them. But I think they they they'll really struggle. Again. Okay, we'll we'll crack on next to you, Maggie. Everton. Everton. I had them down on 16th. Who's got them as? This is promising. So that's probably you. I, I did I did have Everton. I'm just trying to think <laughs> where I predicted. I predicted, I predicted them 15th, which obviously is is. It's quite low for what, you'd, what, you'd, what you'd expect from Everton. Most of these went a lot higher. I just Martinez has just been slowly dismantling what was a very good team once upon a time. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Just, year on year, year on year, they're getting worse and worse. The, the, you know, there's the drop out the cups fairly quickly. He doesn't. I would say that's a positive for them. That like that's. Yeah, well, it should, it should give them more of a chance, but they, just, they don't pick up any momentum at any point anymore. They used to. You have to have an Everton team like. Going for the top four at various points yeah. of the season, and now they're just—they're just awful. Have they bought anyone this summer? I couldn't find any signings for Everton. They've got that Delafeu from. Austin. Yeah, they've spent the least amount of of, of any Premier League club so far. Yeah, Everton. and they did this with Moyes early on. Like he, he didn't have any money to spend, and he had sort of a bit of a yo-yo up and down the league. But Martin is just is just going down. Got cleverly on free. <laughs> <laughs> well, so uh, he's, as a. <laughs> Case in point, like progressively making that team. Like, well, like how, how many years can just having Lukaku like he's not, sort not out? As well. Yeah, that's. So I, I think, they, I think they've got. They've got. I had them finishing ninth just purely because they've got too much talent in that squad. Like the, and their their season Premier League, as you say, usually sort of fighting for European places. Lukaku, Morales, um, like Barkley, if he finds his form back, Baines. Like Stones is a good all, young defender. All of these players, through. all of Jaggy these players, is an international. Howard's solid. Like 
Yeah. Coleman's probably one of the most exciting right backs. They've just got yeah, right. good players in every position. All of those that players. Old, that consistency will come through, and I've got them finishing ninth. Yeah, you're right. There won't be in any trouble, but all of those players have declined significantly in the last couple yeah. You can't say. And that's Martinez. Yeah. yeah. You Moving on. West Ham. West Ham. Mike? Yeah, I, I think I think they'll, they'll struggle a bit, to be perfectly honest. Um, I've, I've got them down as around, around 14th. Um, <laughs> but I, actually, Vicky's Vicky got West Ham, hasn't it? Sai does. All oh, right. Sai <laughs> does. I, I, thought, I thought you were ready to go there, so I was... <laughs> 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 well, just, let me know if you want to pick it up. Just take it on the back line. Um... <clears throat> Yeah, um, West Ham, Slavin Bilic. It's it's such a gamble. Like, what, what, where's where's he been before? Apart from Croatia, I can't think of any significant uh, jobs. Just at Besiktas last season. Did he's like, like, whenever a job. club appoints yeah. a player who they would never appoint if they hadn't played for him, yeah. they it's, said yeah. that's what someone I heard someone saying that that's the only reason he's been linked with West Ham. Like, he's, yeah. you haven't heard him linked with any other Premier League job, even like the rubbish he's ones. There for like two seasons. Yeah, it's like, but he's a massive fan favorite apparently. So. Yeah, I mean, the things that doesn't manager. Yeah, they've brought in a few, quite a few players. He's, he's a motivational manager, isn't he? You'll get, you'll get big results in, in you know, kind of uh, derby res- games and stuff like that. But um, well, it, 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 you say that to you in, uh, in the shit cap. He didn't beat um, Galatasaray off in a Barca in all of his two years there. <laughs> um, it's, uh, it's not done there, sir. Yeah, fair enough, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you that. Well, he, did, he did win. Didn't win at all. He gave a good showing against uh, Liverpool and Arsenal, though, didn't he? If they get late Nori in the cup, though, always have the for Yeah, I had I had them near the bottom. I think did I? Uh, I don't know. I went about, yeah, four, about fourteen, fifteenth. Yeah, they'll be okay because there's a couple of much worse teams. They've bought quite a lot of players actually. Yeah. Some some Juventus defender I've never heard of Ob- for like Ob- eight million. Is he called Ob- 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 Yeah. Ob- um, they've got Jenkinson on loan. Two different names. Actually. Jenkinson. Oh, I hate how people talk about Jenkinson as if he's a good player. Like, he's shocking. Like, he's absolutely shocking. He can't. He doesn't have any positive attributes to his game. He can't head. He can't tackle. He can't run. He can't pass. You he watch him that much. Maybe. He doesn't know where to be. I've watched Jenkinson. I really do. Well, I've watched Jenkinson. You're, de- you're describing Kevin Nolan, the yeah. other player they've got, who's on like another four years deal or something. I get it. It's terrible. I get it. Terrible. Yeah, I had a bet in early tw- um, when was the last World Cup 2014 mm-hmm. I had a bet with my boss at the time he, about six months before the World Cup he, he bet me 20 quid that Jenkinson would start for England the World Cup, <laughs> and I was just Rush. like I snapped his hand <laughs> are, you, are you fucking kidding <laughs> Jenkinson like oh where since then I've paid attention because I always rinse them about Jenkinson every other week I'll text them like Jenkinson had a good game today, didn't <laughs> they've got that uh, Pae in it off Marseille another year that, oh, that, that Marseille yeah. team oh, I, 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 I don't know who that is my crack about Marseille is they never do out in France <laughs> yet all of their team are permanently linked to the whole of England for like he's 15 you can have him he's 17 <laughs> and they're shite they're just out there like fourth and fifth best team in France who, yeah. who win out yet all, only Marseille it doesn't happen at Lyon or anyone it's just Marseille's team like all the, basically the lab ruins Marseille it's just got all the English journals on fucking WhatsApp. It's like, <laughs> oh, I heard Bournemouth had a scout here for fuck knows who. 12 million. Apparently they were going to pay for this ridiculous. Should we crack on from West Ham? Have we got anything else to say, Si? No, I mean, if Andy Carroll's fit for 20 plus right. games, he'll get them, he'll get them some I've, points. I've gone with them 10th. 
but I should have put an asterisk to that that's with a full Carroll all season which is never yeah, happened exactly. I think full Carroll will get 15 goals and see them mid-table but without them they could be they could be in trouble and he'd, yeah. pull, he'd probably help with Nolan get a couple as well but. <laughs> Stoke Stoke lads. on 10th no thanks anyone else Stoke Sign Stoke um, I'm not going to own up to having Stoke because I've just got nothing to say like, <laughs> 10th Adam 8th Adam 8th yeah, bloody hell Oh, yeah. the, the, that's exactly what they Actually, beat. I had them 11th. <laughs> bang, I'm so bang in the middle of the league, boring team, yeah. nobody cares. They've, they've signed yeah. a couple more Barcelona players, but can you ever think of a, of a good football match that's had Stoke in it? We beat them 5 1, that was fun. Ah, that was 3 0. And we, we got absolutely battered in the first half of that game as yeah. well. Yeah, went they went on nine men. Yeah. No, I can't think of anything positive or negative to say about Stoke, they're just boring. Yeah, we had them 12, 11, 11, 8, 9. Just not gonna have, not gonna do anything in this all season. No, I did. I, I did when researching them. Obviously, stuck at Stoke City into the in the Wikipedia <laughs> and got got Mark Hughes. Or I got click on Mark Hughes. Just have a quick look. His, his first name's Leslie. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone know that? Leslie Mark Hughes. Oh, too far. I wouldn't use Leslie. <laughs> One for the Welsh boys. But um, no, I think. I mean, he's. I think that he's found his level. He does his best at like. He obviously at Blackburn back in the day. He had a good good run with them. This is his sort of. He's, this is his level, like mid-table Premier League. Yeah, he's yeah. not good enough for Man City's or whoever. Is this? Um, did Stoke get Shea Given? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Glenn Johnson as well on free. Yeah, Johnson. Yeah. Glenn Johnson's another terrible. Ridiculous. It'll be on the stupid. Do, they've done one of those things of taking that Mark Ruvan something. From, uh, just Chelsea. weird from taking a taking a player from a fellow Premier League club. Like fair enough when we took Laurie, um, Laurie, Remy when he wanted to be away. <laughs> But I just can't understand. Like, surely he's not good enough for Stoke. Like, surely he's not good enough. But you know, we'll That's move on. Sorry, thanks for that about Stoke. <laughs> um, You'll always remember that he's called Leslie Hughes now. Yeah, we will always remember that. Ninth, we've got Swansea. One of mine. Um, I had Swansea coming in at eighth or ninth. Yeah, this is all skewed by Dodds predicting Swansea to come fifteenth, which is I think is ridiculous. Well, I'll just I'll just defend myself, Mick. The, the basically the whole part of last season was about Wilfred Burney. They scored what sixteen goals or something in the first yeah. half of the season. They had a massive stunt. They got beat five hundred at home by Chelsea, which was a farce. And then they had a bit of a run towards the end of the season when they had tried teams to play like Newcastle, who they managed <laughs> to walk over. I just think um, it's that usual crack, isn't it, where they've give what's his name Monk the job, who pretty arrogant bloke really for you know considering he's being promoted above his station. You know, fell out with a few players allegedly. He's, he's got the job based on the fact that he's a club burden. He's then they give him the short term contract. They've then just given him a new five year deal. And I think it's going to be the Pardew effect that they give him that new contract, and he's like, right, ah. They've they've not. I mean, they've not really lost. Obviously, since Burnley last year, but they've not really lost anyone this summer. Um, they've bought like a new a defender called Tabernay. Don't really know anything about him. Bought uh, winger Edda from Braga for five million, who um, played against us. A couple of years ago, like I think he's the one with the dreads, um, but he's obviously he's proven. I'll just take a moment to appreciate what's his name's goal celebration. <laughs> um, uh, the, the striker who plays up front for, for, <laughs> for Swansea, sorry. Oh, uh, the, the striker who plays up front. I tell you that one. The stupid lion. <laughs> <laughs> 
crawls along the ground. It's just, it's just so embarrassing. <laughs> it is ridiculous. He nearly he nearly was doing that on the Hallow Turf though. So <laughs> <laughs> you, you'd have loved that if he was cooked, like crawling at the corner dugger. It's SJP. <laughs> but um, and they've bought um, Ayu's brother on a free as well. Yeah, who, much 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 like revered like a yeah. lot of people supposedly after him. Who knows? Um, big big money panties on, but I, I just think they've. They've got quite a difficult uh, sort of run of games as well coming at, at the end of the season. They've got last six games, got Chelsea at home, us away, Leicester away, Liverpool at home, West Ham away, Man City at home. Like they could struggle through that, you could see, but I, I just think they'll be they'll right, be solid. Right. Yeah. Quiz time. One more. Yeah, what no, do a quiz now. We're gonna do the second quiz, you lucky people listening. It's the second quiz of the night after this. Mike gets that back so he gets the opportunity of four points a week, whereas we only get three. We're recording. Right. Are we recording now? <laughs> yeah, we're, we're live. Um, yeah, Mike, you cheat. <laughs> um, we'll just average his out by three, divide his score by three. That's really harsh. <laughs> Doesn't support the tune. <laughs> yeah, Mike, you lose a point for not supporting the tune. <laughs> uh, okay, Ben, brand new for TF Weekly Podcast. It's not just Dogger's game and Sai's game, it's now Ben's game. Ben's quiz. Ben's quiz. Ben's quiz. This is not a game. It's not a game. <laughs> um, so I was listening to uh, Lord Coe throw his hat in the uh, FIFA presidency <laughs> campaign this morning. Right. And it uh, got us thinking. Because athletics isn't corrupt. It isn't. <laughs> not anymore. They've cleaned it out, dug out, haven't you heard? Uh, and it got us thinking. I wonder how many tomb players have played at the Olympics. So I went and had a look, and there's 11 players. Can you name them? <laughs> Ben's oh, just there. For some reason, when Ben does the quiz, we're going to have to take this spinny chair. I think you're just sitting there ever since you started <laughs> spinning the chair around. <laughs> I think that's a really hard question. Over Femi Martins. No. I can't think of anyone. So, Shall I give you some clues as in when they played? Yeah. So there was one player, ooh, ooh, one player in Bobby 2012. Get in. He's one of them. One player played in 2012. In the Olympics 2012. Was sorry, he, was sorry. He, so they, they've played for Newcastle. They're not necessarily at Newcastle. That's as hard. This like they played for Newcastle. Think there's this needs its own fucking radio show. Never mind. Yeah. Section of an already Just bloated podcast. Think, think about who played. It was a big player for the. The question should have been, how many Newcastle players have played yeah. in the Olympics? Not name the. Well, it would just be like I don't know one, two, three, four, five. I, well, I, don't know, I think that's harsh, but. Right, so Demogod. No, Cisse. No. He was a big player for the tunes. Not a great clue. No, no, no he was a big player for the. So he was one of the three elder statesmen for the, the team he played for who made the debut in the tournament. That's a big clue. for Great Britain, but I can't think. It is. Bellamy? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, there was one player in 2008. That's not going to help. Uh, and also played, we, uh, he played in Spain, in Italy. Luke No. Cisco. No. Well, he, he yeah. Oh, nice. He's two one up. There was three in two thousand and four. Um, what, what one of them is still at the club. One of them still at the club. Yeah. At our club. Yeah. Stephen Taylor. No. Stephen Taylor played in the mix. The only person that's still at the club from two thousand and four is Stephen. Is a player. No, he, no, he wasn't playing for us in two thousand and four. He still plays for now, but he played in the Olympics. Oh, I see. In two thousand and four. Yeah. Nice. Um, and then the other two, one of them um, signed under Bobby, was the hottest prospect at the time. Well, Kim Dyer, yeah. Damn. And the other one was just a gag signing by um, Cordoni. Under, no, uh, it came from Scotland. Steam Glass? 
No. Ah. He came from Scotland, so he's not Who's Scottish. Like? No, he's not Scottish. You sign for the, uh, I don't know. You need more clues. Yeah. Um, he played centre back very rarely for the two. <sighs> was it? Um, oh, oh I know who it is. It's who? Uh, who? Craig Moore. Craig Moore. He said it. Oh my god, he said it. Yeah. Um, and there were three players played in the 2000. Sydney Olympics. Um, you've already given Viduga. one. So I've already given Bobby so R. Bobby R was one. Viduga was another. Yes. And the third one has already been mentioned today as well. Uh, ridiculous signing for the team. And uh, uh, I think we signed him. It was I think it might have been Asuna signed him. Boomstar. No. You can't just keep saying boom song. Massive, just, he, he well, Freddie, Freddie Shepard uh, signed in and apparently just went with a blank check and said and say No. Jeremy. No. Freddie Shepard, what, what year big, did he Big signing. So I think it was 07 maybe. Luke Yeah. 2000 Olympics. And then there was four players played in 96 but two of them have already been mentioned Duke and Babiaro. Can you name the other two? One of them I'll bet. is... No, one of them is one of Mickey's all-time favourite signings. Sibieski? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> he's won this. That means Mickey's won this. Sibieski turned up for France in the 96 Olympics. <laughs> Age 22 is somewhere ridiculous. There's one more um, player. There's one more from the 96 World Cup. Um, 96 World Cup? Uh, sorry, uh, Olympic. Olympics. Olympics. He never really played for the tune, but he was a massive prospect. Kivash? No. Nope. <laughs> uh, when did he play for the tune? Uh, like sort of late 90s early 2000s Kieran Diane no uh, he was meant to be like a big prospect yeah Gavilan no fuck Cordonia Cunha no no uh, Fumar Bacidas yeah Bacidas and then the last one the earliest player in 1992 with beloved uh, striker for the tune Tino yeah Oh, that's all 11 so I win that six two two one. Well played, Mickey. Yeah. The two oh, Michaels. Riveting, uh, the have, you, have you got one of those every week for Ben? <laughs> <laughs> it might be tweaked for next week. <laughs> okay, it'll be a massive right. reshuffle. Who's next? Which Premier League club are we going to rush uh, through the, next? The two night eight. Seventh is Southampton. That's one of mine. Southampton, I think, are going to have an interesting season. I've got them to come tenth. If they weren't playing in the Europa League, I'd have them coming significantly higher than that. But I, I feel like a couple of new players, fair new manager, the muller that Europa League does to a club, I think they'll come 10th. Do you think they'll go for the Europa League? No, I don't. So, but well, they're not like, to get knocked out, you still have to play like 20 games. <laughs> it's ridiculous, don't you? Yeah. Um, I don't think it's quite that many, but. That's it, classy yeah. supposed to be a, a cracking player from by all accounts. Obviously, he's, he's coming in to replace Schneiderlin, which is a big hole to fill. But it's meant to be a good player. I think Jay Rodriguez is going to come out of the traps. Um, he's got a lot of proof after missing more than a year. Yeah, shocking that, isn't it? Uh, it's a real shame. I think Fraser being out for the season is a big blow. Still for the season? Fucking hell! Possibly, what? yeah. What's wrong with him? He did his knee. Something wrong with his knee in March. Apparently, might miss the entire season. I picked them in my fantasy team, which is a, a stinger. Get not the real fantasy team. <laughs> um, and then, <laughs> feel free Ste- to pick them if you want. Stecklenburg coming in for him. He was he's, he's a genius keeper. Kept Krull out with the World Cup, that's which I couldn't understand. Krull's uh, average, but and, uh, apart from for penalty shootouts, that was uh, cl- that was cl- uh, that. Um, 
Oh, what was he called? It was the Ajax keeper, Sellison. Or something like was that. Was it? Yeah, Ste- sure Stettenberg didn't go to the World Cup. It was Kroll, Sillison. Uh, anyway, um, enough of the Dutch keepers. Yeah, um, I, I think that, like, I've, I've got them ninth, but I think they'll have a bit of a mare. Europa League and also, like, losing Scheidlin, Klein, are starting to, like, lose that core of players under Pochettino who did so well last year. I just right. think second season syndrome for Koeman, people are a bit wary with them as a decent team. I think they'll struggle, but not, not badly. I think they, they were always solid at the back. They, they, so they built it on the last year. And they've lost Klein, who was a massive part of that. All the files gone, yeah. So yeah. They've, they've been dismantled again. You just can't see that the managed miracle last year. I thought I had them last season as one of my relegation. I had one, one, one of my relegation tips, and they, they had a blinder, but they can't repeat it again. You can't keep getting rid of your best players and, and expecting to finish higher. Mike, what did you have with uh, Southampton? Um, well, I was thinking pretty much the same, but then I ended up putting them eight. Hmm. Um, I think, uh, again, it was one of those that I, when I actually came to put down my league table, I found there was a lot of other teams that were a lot worse. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I reckon that I reckon they'll level out. I think Mickey is a good point. Rodriguez coming back will be a big, be a big boost. Um, but I, I just think they'll be solid enough, and with with, with a load of other short teams in the league, I think it will level out and they'll finish top ten. That's the thing that, as you said, the Premier League's so bad. I had them finishing seventh just because there's so many worse teams. <laughs> Yeah, so Hampton fans, you're in for a tough season. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mickey next. Sixth is Spurs. Spurs, well, I had fifth, but uh, who has Spurs? Is it you, Mike? Yeah, it's me, yeah. Um, I've yeah. got them down to six. I, th- I, think, I think they're doing all right, actually, this season. Anyway, they've not really brought many in. They've brought a few defenders in, um, like Alderweireld and uh, Kieran Trippier from, uh, from Burnley as well. But I think it's more to the point who they've got rid of. They got rid of a lot of deadwood there. I think the likes of Capu, um, Paulinho, Cabal, Sambui, a lot of players like that. Soldado. Didn't really see. Well, <laughs> yeah, it looks like he's on his way. Adewayor, hopefully for them as well. Um, and, and I think having that tighter squad, like younger players, would suit um, suit Pochettino style a lot more. We'll be able to get to buy into his style, that heavy pressing style. And I, and I think having that tighter group would actually work better for them. So. Despite the fact they've not brought that many in yet, I think they'll need some strikers to, to support Kane. Um, but but I, I think it's more important that people have gone out, and I think they'll have a, they'll have a tighter unit this year, and then they'll have a decent team. It's bizarre. Like how what a PSG playing at paying six million for Stambouli? Couldn't couldn't get his first team last year. Okay, you probably want to get like a, a cheap sort of replacement for Kabai, but Stambouli couldn't get anywhere near. Spurs last year. Homegrown, he's French, isn't he? So. Yeah, yeah, maybe homegrown, like you say. Yeah, yeah. yeah I suppose. Um, my cry, I had them fifth above my new. Um, <laughs> but, uh, just purely because you hate my new, really. No, no. But I just, I think it's going to be another one of those seasons. I think, Mike, I pretty much agree with everything that like you're saying. I, th- I think that as a team, they'll grow, but it's still not going to be enough for Daniel Levy and Spurs fans. Like, I don't think yeah. if Pochettino doesn't get in Champions League this year, you know what Levy's like. He could be up against it. I mean, maybe he gets a domestic trophy or something like that. But I mean, again, they've got to contend with Europa League. Um, and it's, I mean, have you seen them playing this Gag friendly tournament this week in Munich? No. Just a, just a farce. They're playing tonight. Just a farce. Playing play my new Saturday at 12.45. And <laughs> there was a Spurs fan on Talk Sport earlier. I know those words don't necessarily mean a lot in terms of uh, credibility. But he, he was basically just saying, like, they're just. He reckons that the people that own Spurs, the hedge fund, just see it as a property investment. 
in a prime <laughs> part of London. And as long as they keep ticking over, and I know that's a lot of Premier League fans think that, but as, with the players they've got off the wage bill alone and transfer fees recouped, the fact that they haven't spent any money since they sold Bale and Modric, like it's all been net spend, making massive profits again, you'd, th- you'd think they'd be going, making a real statement and thinking, actually, this, this shite lot of Buffalo who are average year after year, snake and look at my new last year, shite, fourth. But they just seem to be content to just fifth, sixth again, maybe sneak it. I think they've probably learnt a lesson there with the way when they, they did go out and spend all of the bail money, basically. Yeah. They had an absolute mare. I don't and think I think it's. I'm, I'm not saying like you shouldn't What's the lesson? Money. Don't yeah. buy shy no, players. No, no, <laughs> no, but they went out and had a massive got like 30 million on Lamella. Yeah. Just like, it's just stupid money. Like, so I think they're probably thinking need to be a bit more clever about it but as you say that the answer isn't then don't go and buy anyone <laughs> that's just ridiculous lads next Liverpool in fifth that's one of my teams um, Dodgy you've got the second I think Liverpool I think of, I'll, I'll, I'll let you have your say first I'll justify my second place for Liverpool <laughs> I don't actually think Liverpool are going to be that good next year but I don't think anyone else below the top four is strengthened enough to finish fifth so I think Liverpool will get it by default. Uh, Sterling, losing Sterling's a big blow, especially in the manner that he's gone. Like he's just sort of belittled Liverpool as a club, which I think is a shame for them. Um, they have brought Benteke in, who I think is overpriced, doesn't really fit the system, but he scores goals. Sturridge is going to be fit again. Coutinho was one of the best players in the league last year. Danny Ings will score. James Milner, great signing. Milner's a cracking signing. Uh, Firmino, by all accounts, is good. It'll, it'll take a year to settle in, though. So, yeah, I think they'll finish fifth. I think they'll do all right. I think Henderson will have a great season. I think he's, yeah. A few but, years ago, when they signed him and Carroll, I thought that Henderson at 20 million was one of the worst signings <laughs> in Premier League history, and I've been proven utterly wrong. <laughs> I thought you were going to say improved right. Yeah, that's a harsh. I'm going to go with me. Go, I think Brendan Rodgers is up against it this season he's got to perform they've got a hard start I think they'll come out the blocks flying they've obviously got the Europa League which again is a fucking mare um, but got a decent squad I was going to say that basically they do have two quality starting 11s and, and Rodgers hasn't had that at the time Liverpool wants to drop a couple of keepers obviously you lose a storage who was out till October by the way that's a mare is he? yeah but you know if you lose a, a Milner or a Benteke I actually think Benteke does fit the system I think he's got pace real pace just really was so shite you never got to see it <laughs> he's great in the air he can score from anywhere so I think he's a really good sign and I think you know what playing for a terrible team for three years and getting a goal every other game I think that's 30 million quid fair, is fair enough and I just think I don't think if they didn't have the Europa League I think I'd put them as title tongues because I just I love that I love that got second so yeah <laughs> but I, I love the fact that Milner's Milner's a great sign for them they just they needed a little bit last season remember they were look, nailed on to get fourth ahead of Man United and Tullabong Marsh and it all fell apart a couple of injuries a couple of suspensions they've got that, that quality now look at it a player like Adam Alana yeah 26 million was a farce but he's a good he's a good player like, he's, get, I he, think he's class get in a lot of teams and he's going to get nowhere near the starting lineup. I think, I think he should be playing more for them I think he's class I think Danny Ings has made a big mistake on Liverpool because he's, too. he's fourth choice yeah it's a shame isn't it it is I think you're, you're who's over- ahead of him Bantake Sturridge but Sturridge if he's injured though Coutinho's not a striker. Yeah, but they've got Balotelli. Yeah, really one striker. I'd say he's ahead of Balotelli. The Balotelli is yeah, basically. Yeah, getting I think he's ahead of him. I just think. There's I a think lot of so. He's realistically probably going to be second choice because Sturridge is out so long. He's got a big chance if he comes out the blocks flying. He's 
I think he's a good player. I think so he'll do well. He's going to start. There's a lot of players on the blocks like, ready to go tonight. He's going to start. He's going to start Ben Teke, isn't he? Yeah. He's yeah. striker and start the season. If he plays all right until October, Ings is third choice. I, th- I think he's everyone's not going to put Ings ahead of Sturridge. Sturridge, when he was fit for Liverpool, was absolutely world class. I think everyone's underestimating how much the Europa League mullers your season. Even if you've got enough players to field a completely different eleven. It just fucks up your whole week. It fucks up your training. You fly back on the Friday. Well, could leave the, the, could leave I think that is why I don't know anything about I think that's why Rogers has called his coaching staff. Yeah. Because he didn't feel they were up to that, the challenge of two games a week last season. Yeah. He wanted. To, he, he, I don't know who he's brought in. Someone recognisable, but I think he's after someone or a coaching team who are adept at. at so at least, at least he's recognising that. We'll have to crack on though. Let's do a game. Game time again, you lucky listeners. <laughs> yeah. uh, whose game is it now? Or should I cut to a break while we frantically search for who's next? I think that's a good idea. Well, how do you know that? <laughs> Cheers, Ben. Mickey's game. Yeah, so my, my game is... New game, <coughs> I should say. New game. New, game New for the 2015 season. Yeah, it's who said it. It's going to be a famous... And I'll put that in quotation marks. John Carver. Famous quote. <laughs> Did Carl Port say it? Carver's going to feature in the season. Yeah. <laughs> the first one is not John Carver, though. The first quote is During my first matches at Newcastle, I just watched the ball pass over my head. When did he say it? Perez. Middle 2000s. Uh, middle to late 2000s. Middle to late 2000s. Give, give, give the listeners that quote again, Mickey, and speak up. During my first matches in Newcastle, I just watched the ball pass over my head. Michael Owen. No. Mid 2000s. He played in the middle of the pitch. He's a midfielder. Lee Boyer? No. He's not British. Andy Fye? No. Why would Andy Fye be asked about that? <laughs> <laughs> played in the middle of the pitch. So this, this is going to obviously be somebody. No, he wasn't sent for that. He was played wide. Have you, no. have you lined up some clues for them? <laughs> <Was that it? laughs> I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting grief run for my through, <laughs> Run through whatever you Castle player for a bit too thought. <laughs> I'm getting grief for my game. You can give us some clues about the player. That's tenuous. He's a, a much loved Newcastle player that didn't amount to much after he left. Robert. Robert, yeah. I thought you would think somebody that's constantly wanting the ball, like a talented I player. Don't remember the ball. Just so big though, isn't it? Like mid-two, covering a lot of ground. Mid to late 2000s? Didn't he leave in 2006 or 5? And, and he signed in 2001. Oh yeah, right. Turn, turn <laughs> so stop. Make his yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, it, is that the only one you've got? <laughs> oh, that's it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I said this about Ben's game. Are we going to hear that every week, mate? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, uh, I'll Tinker with the game. You know, it would be even better if you could get the re- oh, if you could get the recording of him saying it and put it through some kind of voice fucker up thing. You know, like, sound like a, mur- a murderer down the phone. Like a serial <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll be what? a great idea. <laughs> Mickey, can you get? Can you make that happen? A voice to read down the phone here through some voice distortion. A voice fucker up. The first two games of my career, I watched the ball. Who's next? <laughs> Oh, but, uh, oh, oh, it's back to uh, pod. Both have got Man United. Right. Man, we'll, all, we'll all leave the room. Off you go, Don. Well, I actually, Man United 6, I think you lads are a bit ridiculous. Honest. <laughs> Putting them in the yeah, top four. Well, yeah, because spend <laughs> 30 the million never amounted to anything. The team that came fourth that spent another bazillion <laughs> million. <laughs> I've got 
got me stats. I always have me stats <laughs> with Louis. Only about United. <laughs> right. So keeps him awake at night. We spent 102 million euros. <laughs> Which you know, just sounds worse, doesn't it? That's why I like you. Know, you know how websites give you like adverts for what you've been looking at. I bet you get loads of things saying, "Come to Manchester." <laughs> 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 Um, <laughs> get your LVG mug free <laughs> so I just for those of you that haven't listened before I'm sure most of you have Louis van Gaal is a massive fraud last <laughs> season his partner was absolutely rank basically I'm going to break it down so, so David Moyes got sacked because his team was in 7th so presumably the powers that be the fans the board at Man United 7th for that squad isn't good enough Louis van Gaal was allowed to come in and say that squad, which by the way was a guy who got sacked for finishing seventh, probably cost about 200 million already. Louis van Gaal was allowed to spend nearly like 140 million pounds to get three places up the league. Three places up the league and everyone's fallen in love with him. Look at what's happened. They're taking a 15 million pound hit on Di Maria because he can't fucking manage him. He, he was absolutely terrible for Manchester. One of the best players in the world. And he's, and he's left already. It's outrageous. It's outrageous. I think... Why would you not give a player that good a year and another try? Of course you would. It's because he refused to turn up for games. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Look, short of it. So he spent 130 million last year, right? So he wrote, against Man City. Was that euros or that was pounds? Right. So what? I don't know, fucking 200 million euros or something like that um, in Greece anyway. But like he's done that, and fair enough, he got them fourth. They did shite in both cups. Absolutely terrible. Most money managers taunt the shreds, but no, it's all right, Louis. You, you just get up playing shy football. We'll finish fourth. Everyone loves you. Not even third. Champions League qualifying round. Liverpool were terrible last season, and you only fucking just finish ahead of them. But you know, whatever. That's fine, Louis. This season, he's brought in Sergio Romero, who's terrible, the shy Argentine keeper, um, from a, on a free from Sampdoria, where he didn't get a game. Well played. He's not going to start, is he? So he's brought in Schweinsteiger for eighty million. That's a good signing from Bayern. I mean, he's third. Oh, this is your Euros. Again. <laughs> <laughs> um, is this going to be your little saying? Like, Euros. <laughs> He's brought in uh, Matteo Darmian from Torino for 80 million, which is a big fee for a foreign defender. It was uh, about 12, wasn't it? Million pounds. I think he's a good player, though. He killed us in the World Cup. I know absolutely nothing at all about him. He was that lad that absolutely tore um, Rooney and Welbeck won in their first game of the World Cup. In, uh, and then he's brought in Schneiderlin for £26 million pounds, um, and uh, Depay for £20 million. Pounds. I thought it was like 30 for Depay. It's got, it's got £20 million Euros there. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, essentially, uh, listen, I think they'll, they'll, they'll fuck up because if they've got the Champions League, it's going to be a massive a massive strain on our squad. I just I just think the guys are fraud. I think they play terrible football. C- can we go back to the start of last season, please, in 3 5 2? When he stubbornly played it every week while they got beat time after time after time, <laughs> and he still played it, and kicking off at journalists, kick, like and why, he still got fourth. Why? Why are you playing three five two? You've got the like three hundred pound million pound team. Oh well, you don't know anything. Three weeks later, he changes it, and everything's okay. It's just the bloke's just an idiot. Have you heard him speak? He can't speak English. He's been here a year, <laughs> and he just says ridiculous. <laughs> I hate him. Dogger, how long have we been learning Italian? <laughs> <laughs> Stick me in a press conference here, <laughs> just flow. Um, yeah, I, I just think they've got no strikers. They've sold Van Persie. They've got Rooney, who he played in fucking central midfield last season, and now he's playing him up for. He's, he's like literally the lone striker. Am I, am I missing something here? Have they got anyone else? Got that Wilson lad. Exactly. Wilson. They're obviously going to say striker, aren't they? They're not, they're not stupid. 
But if they sign a world class striker, I might give them top four. And also, who, who's, who's available though, realistically? Yeah, yeah, Cavani. Like, Ibrahimovic just said he's not interested. They're saying Cavani possibly is going to cost. There just might be another Falcon. These, like, Cavani's had a serious, serious injury. Yeah, and they're yeah. just not the same players. That's why, that's why when they have these injuries, they look to move because they want the one big, massive payday and they're like rushed into doing it because of the injuries they've had. So, yeah, for me, with the Champions League, no strikers. Um, terrible defence their, their first choice centre backs are still Small and Jones yeah. David De Gea probably won about 30 points oh, last season <laughs> the gag of it is it's that Rojo that's a terrible left back yeah <laughs> and pe- people are people are saying like that they're still saying oh well if he gets the second or third fuck that 300 million quid give me it I'll win the league seriously with a team that was already class or well already had a lot of really expensive players playing for them he's Ben you made a great point he's, he's still going to have Ashley Young starting who's 30 <laughs> That team's not winning any leagues. There's just it's madness that they still haven't bought a centre half. It's absolutely more fullbacks. Another fullback for small and average at best. And injury prone. Hmm. So is Phil Jones. I really don't know. You you wait you 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 wait, lads. Who's next, Mickey? City in third. Who was City? Oh, I'd say. Um, <laughs> I don't. I'd say you finished third, by the way, as well. Yeah, I went. I went. Did I go second? I think I went second. No, I went Arsenal. Arsenal second. City third. So yeah, I think we're all in agreement there. They're just they've missed an opportunity this summer. I think to to freshen up a bit. They've still got the same. Well, they've got um, obviously Sterling, but same reliance on Aguero. I mean, Jacko might might pop in out the team. Looks like he's going now. Yeah. By the way, he's, for. 14 million quid. What a bargain. Great bargain. Bargain. Great bargain. Jekyll's a quality. Yeah. What, 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 messing around over Charlie Austin for a, what seems to be a couple of million here. <laughs> yeah. Just going to get Jekyll and stuff. Yeah, but there's no chance we're going to pay Jekyll 160 <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, I was just astonished that Pellegrini kept the job. I mean, they were so far off off what they were the previous season last year. They were crap. And Shrighton Champions League again. And Shrighton Champions League again. I just don't see why what they've got to gain from giving them another year. I don't think anything's really going to change. There speaks a modern football fan. <laughs> I demand success and I want it now. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, if, but there, if, is a, there is a demand for success instantly when you If you're going to cheat and just out. spend all the money and, and get a team, then yeah, you might as well just, just, just keep changing your manager until you get it right. Like, there's just no point. I don't understand it. They're another team that are a couple of players away. They're their centre half partnerships alongside yeah, I alongside mean, company is a joke. De Michaelis is it is like thirty seven and shit. Who, who else have the board? Delph Delph's not gonna play. Delph. <laughs> what, what a ridiculous signing. That's just purely fair to make up the English I Yeah. Can't even see Sterling making such a big impact. I think that's a terrible move for him. Uh, well they've basically got it's Delph in it instead of Milner, like they've got they've got rid of a, a great English is it, midfielder and replaced him with a shit English is midfielder it, are they short of English players because they've bought that kid from Fulham Patrick Roberts yeah, 12, yeah, 12, really 12 million yeah. who's he he's, he's meant to be I've no idea who Patrick Roberts is feature, I, think. I literally don't know who he is I've never heard his name before surely the point is surely the point is with City um, like everyone knows the players must know that Pellegrini is likely to go like, at the end of this season
anyone in the side a young British player like that, so it's, it's not really confidence in him. I just think the fact that he's clearly in his last season well, they've not had a pre-season. Half the players have, have, are still on holiday because they're playing in the Copa America. They've literally not done pre-season. Like half the lads have just turned up this week. Like it's, it's a, it, I don't understand. I half don't understand. Lads might be an exaggeration. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, you got Aguero, Fernandinho, Aye. Fernando, Zabaleta, Zabaleta, Demichelis. They're just short. They should have bought a centre mid and they should have bought a centre half. The IR's tailing off. 32 doesn't it isn't seemingly isn't really interested anymore and as yeah. I say company's basically playing on his own at the back Mr. McAllis is just like and he's, it's not, he's a bit like Colaccini where he's been made to work, made to look much worse by the players but he's also got to take some like tail off a little yeah, bit yeah, yeah he definitely has I mean that 32 million on that Mangala and he cannot oh. cannot beat Demichelis out they've had a nightmare with that he should have gone but, but I think it's the same thing as the Yang and Biwa deal like they've just got to like, persevere with him yeah. and give him a chance give him they 10 games in a row they haven't done that and that's what screwed him yeah. so they've got they've really got themselves to play in there you, you cannot spend 30 million on a player and then only give him like now games now and again. You've Not got to, you've got set uh, like back in and put him in. Yeah. Take the lumps. Next. Next up, Arsenal. <laughs> Mike. So that was that was me. Um, I've gone with Arsenal in a second. I reckon they're gonna have a good season. Um, not really reading anything into the community shield yesterday, so it's a glorified friendly, isn't it? But can I think. We, can I jump in? Mike, can we all agree, can we all agree now that Wenger hasn't beaten Mourinho? Because that doesn't count. That yeah, doesn't, no, that doesn't count. Doesn't. I'm not having that. It it's not. It's nonsense, isn't it? Um, but having said that, um, I think Czech, Czech's a big signing for Arsenal. They haven't lost any big players. I mean, that that group's been together for a little while now. Um, I, I, I think that I think they'll have a strong season. I think they'll run Chelsea fairly close to March April, but. The fact I think they're still a, a top centre short and a top striker short. Giroud's yeah. a great player. He, he brings it. He brings in that attacking midfield threat that they've got. The likes of Ozil and Walcott running in behind play really well. But I just don't think they have the X factor down the middle up front. Um, that when the game when when one one nil, um, it will get them out of it. And I still think last season they played quite a few games with Monreal at centre back. If that happens again this season, then you're not going to win a league like that. So I still think they're a couple short, but I think they'll have a better season. Probably finish second, I reckon. Nah, I agree. I think they're. I mean, when me and Dodds were actually talking about this at the weekend, saying that they're very like they've not got any depth really at the back, like along the back four. So any injury to that, which you've got some pretty injury-prone players in Kojiani, Debushi, um, so any of them drop out. The fact that they've left. Let Jenkinson go out on loan again. <laughs> We've got Bellamine. Second choice right back. He looks a good young player. But yeah, I, I agree. I really, I really like Giroud, but again, he's only a 20, 20, 20 goal striker at best, I think, this season. And they, they need someone that's going to get them 25 30 to, to win the league. I agree with that. Yeah, when, Wenger seems to think he's, he is Aguero. He's, he's got so much time for, for Giroud and just doesn't think he needs someone I mean, else. Wal- Walcott, as the red option, he played him up front of the day, did nothing. Uh, I think it's Not negligent sure. by, by Wenger. Mike, I agree with everything you say. You're right, the group's been together. A lot of them have, have grown up together and all matured together. Um, to not, I, I think Czech, and here is out, is a bad signing for them. That's ridiculous. Well, here is out, because obviously he's, he's improves the team. But a lot of Arsenal fans and Wenger, they think it's done. They think it's job done. They don't need any more centre-backs. 
that don't need any defensive cover, that he just has it in his mind. We needed a good keeper. We've got piece. it. Yeah, well, exactly. The view is a missing piece. They're not going to win the league. There's no way they're going to win the league without a proper 30. Give Aguero to Arsenal, they'd run away with it, in my opinion. And that's, I know that sounds a bit obvious, but you couldn't say that about Chelsea. I mean, I just think that they're a quality team, a quality side. But I just can't believe when they've got so much money lying around in the bank yeah. that don't go and spend fifty million quid on a twenty-five-year-old striker from somewhere. Yeah, they tried to get Suarez last year, and yeah, well, if that's Suarez, it will be job done yeah. again. I just, I just think it's really, I think it's really poor from one year again. I mean, obviously, all the cracks been about Benzema, but how are they going to win the Champions League? That. How are they going to win the Champions League without a striker? <laughs> Giroud's always fucking injured anyway. Yeah, yeah, like, who, who are they going to play? Fucking Campbell. Joel Campbell Arsenal, if he hasn't yeah. been sold <laughs> to be honest the problem with the entire yeah. Premier League if you take out Chelsea is the centre-halves mm. no team yeah, in Britain weak. has got a good centre-half bearing apart from Chelsea look at all the rest of the, the top got teams one, in Europe and then in average one and they've all got two quality centre-halves and you've got Chelsea you've got Terry and Cahill you've got Zuma coming through yeah. Arsenal Murder Saga's not going to get in Chelsea's team, is he? That's no. the way you look at it. You look at your elbow and say, Would he get in my team? And you're right. Like, even. I'm trying to think of all the teams around Europe, Chelsea's two defenders might get in. You know, Real Madrid, Boston, a PSG. Yeah. Um, Bayern. There's no way Arsenal's defenders are getting in. Maybe Koscielny, but no, the, re- the rest of the back. Koscielny wouldn't either. He'd get in the head of the like I, I love company, but he's, he's terrible. Well, I mean, if you work, if you look at James Chester's, is gets you eight million pounds, gets you or oh, thirty million euros, gets you <laughs> James <laughs> Chester. That just and, and and everyone laughed at David Luiz going for fifty million. That just shows you how much of a valuable commodity goods and a horse are. Yeah. That's what that's what Arsenal needs. I'd love to see Mbemba play centre half, but anyway. In my opinion. If Arsenal had spent 30 million quid on a centre half and not got check and played a spinner and goal, they would have a much. I agree. Much that, that's what I'm. That's what I'm trying to get at, basically. Well, yeah. I, I still do. I still think for 10 million you can't pass up on check. No, 10 no, million is nothing. Yeah, I'm not. Listen, yeah, no, I'm not saying any reasonable person would pass up on signing check. But it's just the way Arsenal Wenger's mind works. Yes, but get both. Yeah, I agree. It's just it's the way that he clearly thinks, in my opinion. Job done. Like when he got Sanchez last year. Right, let's get Sanchez and let's get a fucking main striker and we'll win the league. No. We'll keep on playing Giroud. Well, they got got that guy, Gabriel Palace, or whatever, the centre back who can't even get a game ahead of Murtasaga. Yeah. He was like 15, 20 million, but it's just a. Like from an average Villarreal team in Spain, it's just yeah. a crazy signing. Those kind of, of centre half signings are pointless for teams like yeah. Arsenal. You spend yeah. 15 million quid on a centre half that's not at the top of the game. They're not going to. They're not going to win in the league. Mind you, saying that Kajani was like 10 million from a guy like French second division. Yeah, that, he's not going to win that's the league. Wenger, though, isn't it? That's Wenger. It's it like and then before the boy in check, a lot of Arsenal fans said Arsenal Wenger was obsessed by plucking out obscure goalkeepers. Yeah. You wouldn't sign a keeper. Like literally, Czech is the most decorated keeper in Premier League history, and it's still probably he probably have a good long thing about Wenger when he thinks actually AS Nancy have got a cracking seventeen-year-old might be good in twelve years' time and get him for hundred k. Um, we'll have to crack on, uh, Mike. Are you going to give us Chelsea? No, he's not because I am. Oh, cheers, Ben. <laughs> um, so yeah, Chelsea. I think we've all agreed. Should, should win the league um, across the board by the way everyone yeah we've all gone Chelsea the only thing I was surprised about is and it's one thing I, I think Mourinho is usually good at is when the good best managers will build on success so okay they won the league at Canton last, last year but they would go again and dip into this the market and go and get another one or two 
players that will improve that team. They've not really done it. They've, they've got Falcao, who left a lot of big desired. Right. Uh, Man U. He's done. He's gone. Um, I mean, it, he obviously thinks he can get more, more out of him than LVG did. Um, it does. I'm sure you'll have something. It's arrogance. He knows that he yeah. just wants to prove that he's just far but, superior but yeah, to LVG. You can't get rid of that of a stone. So uh, I, I think that's going to be a bit of a gamble. Eight million on Begovic was just a nothing. Yeah. So, like, he's not going to pay for them. It's a waste of eight million. I mean, he's a good keeper. I'm surprised he's gone there. Because but you talk about because you need yeah for him it is yeah yeah, yeah. No, you saying, need it you need it Brazil yeah obviously but I'm <laughs> just saying look what happened with Brad Jones and <laughs> yeah, yeah. but but for an international sort of good quality keeper who could have easily got in any of the other teams at big money I'm surprised he's gone there and then they've bought a couple of lads like this Brazilian called Nathan for four million and some lad called Pantel for a million like they're not they're not going to get anywhere near any games um, I would expect it'll be interesting to see what happens with Quadrado. 26 million on him in January and he's, he's just, just not had a name, isn't he? So, the last who went back to Fiorentina. Salah. Salah. Yeah, just Salah. one. Buy him in January. Yeah, shy to send him away. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm su- I would expect him to get more game time this year. Like, he got it again. A bit like, um, who were saying, got to get a chance. Mangala. You've, when you spend, spend that kind of money, you've just got to give him opportunities. And you would say, likes of Oscar Oscar's so inconsistent yeah. why not give Quadrado like some of his chances and like, Willian as well I think he's a good player but he's not like a, a, a stalwart in that team um, they've lost a couple of players obviously Czech going out they've got Courtois so they're not going to miss Czech too much I don't think um, it might be interesting I mean I suppose that's probably we always say Kroll's had his worst years since yeah. uh, he's lost all his chance so it might be something within that to keep Courtois on his toes with a bigger deal but the other players have lost Drogba went out uh, got released um, the sole Felipe Lewis wing back who never really got a chance thought it was a brilliant player from Atletico never really got a look in um, but I suppose it's uh, as Pelicueta has been class for them so you can't really argue with that and then uh, just standards they've <coughs> sent like 20 lads out on loan All the it's same ridiculous team. it's ridiculous that they've got a squad big enough like yeah. this big that they can afford <laughs> they've sent a lad out on loan we watched him play on Saturday to Borussia Mönchengladbach who were playing in the Champions League this yeah, year? Third best he's, team in Germany. He's starting for them at centre back. And he's doing uh, Chris now. He's called Christensen. Uh, Andres Christensen. He started. It looked like it's just solid. a stockpiling. It's disgraceful yeah. to stockpiling of young talent across Europe. It's like um, <laughs> like they've got a Christian Atsu still there, who I swear has been there no, about ten years. He's just gone out on loan again. I think. Yeah, he's gone on and they've just one. sold Kakuta as well, who I didn't even realise was still there. Another player that just he must be Atsu gone, is he? Well, um, Kakuta's only just signed for Sevilla for like three million. He's been there like seven, eight years. Was meant to be one of the big yeah, sort of French prospects coming through, and he's just done nothing. So it's mental. But I, I just think that, that, as you say, they're built on really strong foundations. Courtois probably the best keeper in the league. They've got the best back four by a mile. They've got the two best holding mids in, in front of them. In well, they've got plenty. They've got Matic's class, Zuma can come in and do a job there. Ramirez is class. Um, Fabregas can sit in the hole and, and do a little bit of that for them um, and as long as Costa can get fit I don't we I mean we thought Remy was a bit rubbish at the weekend he's not I suppose he's in that same level as um, Giroud in that he'll probably get you 20 goals in a very good team if he's given chances but whether he's good enough to kick on I don't know but it's, it's all going to be about Hazard and, and Costa I think I kind of disagree with you about Chelsea a bit when when you're saying about investing I think 
you put your points right, teams that win the league should go out and invest in the squad again, immediately. But if you look at Chelsea's team and look at Chelsea's squad now, they in no position did they need to go out and spend money, arguably apart from centre-half, which they are kind of doing looking at Stones, but they've also got, they've also got Zuma. The rest yeah. of the team, they've got two or three players in every position that are world-class. If they'd gone out and spent 50 million quid on a winger, they might not even have played. I don't I agree. I think it's just what necessary for them. I think it's just not resting on your laurels there. You want to create that competition in that you you need a spark in the team. I think they, they could easily just plateau and just think, oh well, we've got the best team here. Just we we, we know who the best eleven is, um, and just players will get comfortable in the positions. You need to always keep that competition. I think last I think last season apparently. Like you say, he's probably told you can get one fucking class world class yeah. player would pay him two hundred and thirty grand a week, mm-hmm. and that was Costa. Yeah. And then Fabregas came up, yeah. and I think he, he kind of gambled a bit and think, "Listen, like, if you get me Fabregas, yeah, last season. this is and this is my team that I want to grow, a bit like Arsenal, but better <laughs> for the next two or three seasons. We'll win the Champions League." So, but I, I know what you mean. It'd be great, but it, like he's probably thinking, they're probably thinking, well, if there's no one who we can think will get in our first yeah. team yeah. who's available for the money, you, you might have three targets. You don't know. It might yeah, be yeah. A, a bit like Newcastle. For example, allegedly just haggle just, just haggle or wait until the next window when the six months go on the contract and the, you know. Mike, anything to add with Chelsea? No, I, I think yeah, the, the one cabin if Costa doesn't get in over his hamstring injuries, that that's the only worry for me. Because um, I think then they can struggle. But otherwise, yeah, I think as Mickey was saying, as all been said, they're pretty stoned up already. Um, but yeah, Costa's the one. Yeah. Fair enough. Well, I hope you've enjoyed that. That full in-depth in full on, on it. Um, Premier League preview. I'm absolutely knackered after that. <laughs> uh, we're a bit exhausted, and we're back with the last part of the show after this. Before we finish off today, and we've been going a while. I think this is the longest <laughs> podcast we've ever done. But you know, new football season, and that it is. The much criticised size game. <laughs> which, which is, I was going to say it's just saying something considering the contributions me and Mickey have made. <laughs> criticised by Dodzy on weeks where he doesn't win. That's the only time he gets criticised. Uh, right, yeah. Is it uh, this player there? Played with this player, England C team at seven under seventeen. Right, for your benefit, just because you, you're a bit simple and you don't quite get the rules. Um, for anyone who hasn't listened before, actually, it's, I'm going to list some players who've all played alongside this individual who's got Newcastle link at some point in their career this, the, the list two of them went on holiday together <laughs> in, in, in 2006 <laughs> <laughs> right internationals count and I can name two two or three players from the same club especially for someone who hasn't had that many clubs otherwise you're going to really struggle he's setting himself up here so in no particular order but I'll try and keep it chronological where I can um, John Barnes John Burns don't worry. I don't know, I'm not going to have another one. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, so I recall. Next one. <laughs> uh, John Barnes. Um, Alan Shearer. Is it Ian Rush? Uh, it's not Ian Rush, but he played with Ian Rush. I'll give you Ian <laughs> Rush. Is it uh, Stuart Pierce? It's not Stuart Pierce. Did he play with Stuart Pierce? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I'll stop giving clues now. Go on, Um I'll give you Colaccini, not at Newcastle. Not at Newcastle. I'm gonna give you. It's John Bell Thompson. Ah, oh yes, yes. get in. 
One for Togger. Where did he play the PUBG then? Yeah, Milan. He's done very well there. Did, did, did Coltini ever play for Milan? Yeah, he did. did he? Yeah, they, they, I, I checked this. <laughs> I uh, the, the reason I've seen the Villarreal, I was like, Rossi maybe? The reason I came across him is because he played with Georgie Wijnaldum. Did he? Uh, at, at Feyenoord. Oh, Feyenoord. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm, I'm happy about that. So I was good. he was the next clue. I don't know e- what excellent about. question today, sorry. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny that. So, Newcastle lads. If you've listened to the podcast for the first time, it is a Newcastle podcast. Yeah. Which if is, you're still listening, uh, you're still an hour and a half in. Hell. People have probably gone to kick in the middle and working, like waking up now. Um, yeah, still talking. <laughs> uh, yeah. Where did we have them in the combined TF? Eighth. Eighth. I had them seventh. Ambitious, but. I also went seventh. I had nine, seven, ten, seven, ten. It's pretty. An improvement. It's just I, the reason I have with Darren Tennant is purely because I don't trust the defence. After watching them at the weekend. Well, if it's gonna, if, like the thing is, if it's gonna be Taylor and Williamson that are playing centre half of the season, I'd like to advise man to put us back in a relegation battle. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. Oh, a joke. I'm, Taylor's, I'm, Taylor's, Taylor's a, a Taylor. Realistically, he's gonna play 15 games at the most. I think everyone's a bit harsh. Tell you, has been out injured a long time. He's been, put him by his side, coaching. He looks he's always injured. Yeah. 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 He looks alright, then he gets injured. Williamson obviously is. But that's the problem is, Colicini looked bad next to Williamson. What's that going to make Taylor look like? <laughs> <laughs> that's what you're going to look like. No one has the time or the will to do this, but I would recommend if you're at the match and you've got a, a reasonable view, just spend 10 minutes watching Williamson. Don't look at anyone else. Just watch Mike Williamson like I did on Saturday and watch him. Like... It's so funny the way he moves and like runs across the pitch. Everything is really hard. Running is hard for him. <laughs> like decide when the ball comes to him, he does this little dance around it. Where the ball's coming to his feet, he can't just touch it. He has to like step over it, let it go behind him, and like approach it. And you, <laughs> it's so funny. Um, Watching him point, obviously. Watching him stand behind the other centre back. The thing is, this was funny like four years ago. <laughs> the fact it's still happening is just beyond a joke. How can you enjoy Newcastle matches after five years of watching him in defence? Mike Ashley's Newcastle is... You just define Mike Ashley's Newcastle. Mike Williamson, 0.5 million in 2010. Not good enough to get in Portsmouth. The league team still starting for Newcastle six years later. <laughs> in the Premier League. Um, we're going to do a full synopsis... Is that the right word? I don't know. Um, of no, no. <laughs> didn't, didn't think it was. As soon as it left my mouth, um, all, uh, we're going to do a full there. preview of Newcastle season on Friday's TF Radio Show, live radio Northumberland, seven pm. It's online. Find you know Google Radio Northumberland. You'll find us live. It's a much. Also mentioned that we recorded, so don't have to listen to it at seven o'clock. No, you do. It's recorded as a podcast. We don't swear on that one. So if you've got kids, you could probably put it on. Um, Unless your kids swear, I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, well, not if your kids swear, don't not listen to the show. <laughs> um, and yeah, uh, it's much more interactive. You can get in touch. Uh, we'll read out tweets and Facebook messages through the show. Um, we'll, we'll go through the, sea, uh, the Newcastle season in full. We might even have a special guest on the show. Just a reminder: follow us on Twitter at TF Weekly Pod. We you know appreciate you listening. We're going to have the YouTube video out this weekend, which we'll link to Twitter. We'll you know us lads on video um, talking about the hopeful victory over Southampton Ben do you want to finish off by giving the listeners a couple more words about RFF so yeah RFF once again uh, real fantasy football the idea unlike the free Barclays football game where everyone picks Aguero everyone picks fucking company 
Um, it's a draft system, so you play live and everyone gets a, a turn to pick a player. You all play in the same league and it's a, it's a head-to-head each week for points in a league system. It's really, really, really fun. It's only £5 across the season. And as I said, Phoenix Taxis are willing to put up two executive box places for the last game of the season uh, to anyone who wants to play. Free taxis, free food, free beer involved. If you want to get involved with us, and we'll be having a lot of crack on this at the end of each podcast each week about the kind of fixtures and what, what players we've got and how they're going to do. Well, the lads at Real Fantasy Football are really, really good lads. They're all genuine football fans. They're going to come on the show as well and talk to us, so you're really getting it from the horse's mouth. It's linked to Opta. It's, it's a really, really fun game to play. So if you want to get involved, get in touch on Twitter, and we'll set up a live draft, and we'll have a lot of fun. Um, thanks very much for listening. It's been a bit of a slog. We're really pleased to be back. We spend, we kind of hate each other now outside of oh, this. We spend so much fucking time talking about football with each other <laughs> with the podcast and the radio show. But um, no, it's it's a massive pleasure to be back. And you know, last last season we started we're totally from fresh. We're very grateful to Mick Martin and True Faith for giving us the platform to talk to you. Um, we started off getting what like two to three hundred people a week. That's now it's less than that. Yeah, less than that. And we're now we're now regularly getting over kind of fifteen hundred, two thousand people listening per week to the podcast and the radio show. So thanks very much. We hope to build that a lot this year. Uh, I hope everyone has a class season in Newcastle on shit. That's pretty much what uh, I'm hoping for. Uh, I that. <laughs> Um, feel free to get in touch if you've got any things you would like us to include. If any suggestions? Any new games. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> games would be big, big help. Put up your suggestions. Yeah, tweet us. I think that's. I think we're done, lads. I think we'll we'll have to let everyone Score go. Score prediction for the weekend. Newcastle will win three one. Sorry. Yeah, um, three two. Ben? Two. Newcastle. I think yeah. we'll win two one. I think three one as well. Get in, Mike. Clean sweep. <laughs> I'll go nil-nil for it, boo, boo. <laughs> Can I just kick off? Why the fuck is it one thirty? Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's just false. I didn't even know. And why is it on a Sunday? Because they're in, yeah, they're in away. I, I don't right. care. <laughs> Put it on a Saturday at three o'clock. Every game should be at three o'clock for the first weekend. I agree. I, I think if you got the days, every game's at three o'clock, and you'll have one class four o'clock Sunday again. Yeah. To have your Sunday dinner with. <laughs> That's the way it should be. Are you listening, uh, Barclays? Yeah. Thanks everyone, we'll see you (laughs) (laughs) next Monday. We'll be out. Cheers, bye. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.